You're listening to the Short Shift Podcast, proud member of the Black and Gold Podcast Network. You can support the show by leaving a comment and five-star rating on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Player FM, Google Podcasts, or any of your favorite podcast platforms. Cynically acclaimed, incredibly online. And now your hosts, Thomas Nystrom, Andrew Johnson, and Ian Bonner. Enjoy the show. Right, folks, Boston Bruins going to the playoffs. My dream matchup. We're playing the motherfucking Hurricanes. I honestly, the second I saw that it was 100%, I told myself, I'm not going to go into tangents on Twitter. I'm not going to just sit here and tear apart the Canes all week and specifically their fan base. And what happens early this morning, Andrew starts tagging me in Canes bullshit, and I immediately fucking go to that place in my mind. Holy shit, boys. Canes, what do we think? Right off the bat, initial reaction. Well, first of all, I that was with the express purpose of getting you into playoff mode, Thomas. And yeah, I appreciate that, worked. dude. I was, I was awake for fucking four minutes, and I was like, awesome, I'm pissed off. Great. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's I, a great I hear anger. for the episode. <laughs> I hear anger is good for your heart, so this yeah, should go really it's well. Yeah, it's great. It's like <laughs> 9 o'clock in the morning, I'm trying to like relax with my kid, and all of a sudden, I'm just like, it's not your fucking franchise it's my history it's my childhood god damn it andrew you do this to me all the time editor thomas please clip that <laughs> I, I feel the love should i go should i just let you do hashes out before i mean what can you say though if the canes is one hell of a matchup toronto would have been one hell of a matchup like this is going to be as tough as any other matchup in my head yep uh, we're gonna we're gonna really dive into it, but I, I feel fine. I, I had resigned myself yeah. to a Canes matchup a week ago. I feel good about it. I had really resigned myself to it more than I had just like I. I don't want to say that I've been talking myself into the fact that man that that we could do this, but we could fucking do this. This, this is an entirely different team than what we saw that got molly whopped as as Ian likes to say, sixteen to one. They did not, did not have to feel the power of Lindholm. And I think that, I I think he's going to be the big X factor in this series, but we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Let's just say I feel a whole lot better about this series now in April than I would have in January, if you had told me. I have some fun stuff to tell you guys about the lineups that they faced, but we'll, again, we'll get there. Yeah, I've got, I actually have some notes, but if you've got them, I'm totally fine with you throwing them out because it'll be way better. (laughs) Cause I'm just going to get mad. Like literally, like honestly, it didn't really feel like the end of the regular season. It didn't feel like the playoffs are really coming. And this morning starting to just read some of the shit that Canes fans are already saying and seeing the Whalers logo pop up on my feed. Like it feels like playoffs because I'm, I'm angry and I'm ready. We're a couple of days away. It depending on when anybody's listening to this playoffs are on our fucking doorstep. Now, like I'm ready to, I'm ready to dive into it. But one thing I do want to touch on before we dive in, a couple of days ago on the podcast, we were pretty comfortable with saying Howlow was the seventh man. And none of us really, none of us at all had an argument for anybody else. Maybe we were wrong because there was somebody else. If it was going to go to anybody else, I guess it's Swayman because he's had, I don't know. I don't even really want to make the argument. I'm not mad at it. To be honest, I'm not, I don't know. How are you, how do, Andrew, how do you feel about it? I think all I should have gotten it, but at the end of the day, I'm not, I, I do not have the capacity to get pissed off at getting at a, at a fan voted award. And I guess we should have, I guess we should have made room for that possibility that someone like Swayman, who is the man to a lot of, to a lot of fans, um, that he would have gotten it. Um, I, I, but in the spirit of the award, if you're just talking about the spirit of the award, I don't think Swayman deserved it. And he had a good year, had a very good year. Yeah. But I think we expect that. There's other awards in his future. Like I, in my opinion, there's other words, awards in his future to me, how deserved it. And then honestly, just 
for the sake of trolling or being a dick. I wanted to see him win it to kind of shove it up all of our faces Mm -hmm. because all year long, this fan base was like, he can't be a two C. He can't. It's, it's Mm -hmm. a, it's a fucking gap. It's filling a gap. Mm -hmm. And him winning that award would have been a giant fuck you to the entire fan base who questioned him ourselves included because we were excited to give him the shot, but we didn't think he was going to be the two C all year. Yeah, one of us, idiot, was on the hurdle train the entire season. I can't yeah. remember which one of us that I'm was. Not, I'm not. But, but you did explain. <laughs> you just explained why Halla didn't win it. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you, you just said, Andrew, we're not going to nitpick a fan-voted award. But it was a bunch of fans that didn't want to admit they were wrong. Now, don't get me wrong. 41 uh, starts for a rookie goaltender. Dude, tremendous. Yeah. Swayman absolutely deserves to be in the conversation's top three. But Howlow was the choice, and that's I, that's all. I'll I say felt about like that. he separated himself just by the performance that we got out of him. Yeah, he finished love, the year. love Swayman, but the fan voted thing is what what kind of fucked Howlow because, yeah. like you just said, the fan base doesn't want to admit that they're wrong. And then there's another segment of the fan base that's just in love with certain players, right? That that don't know enough, that don't realize what Howlow actually put together for the last 82 games. 40 points in his final 53 games. Yeah. Did you expect that kind of production? Because I sure shit did. I, honestly, if you asked me the over-under, I thought that would have been so incredibly over the actual idea of what he could do. Yeah. Like, Especially the first 30 games. Seriously. Jesus. Yeah. And you know what? Maybe that's what bit him in the ass. Yeah, the but start. Yeah. I don't know. But it ultimately, yeah. it's fan-voted. If it was came from the coaches, came from the locker room or whatever, like it's maybe it's a different story, but... Yeah. Am I mad? No, just like Andrew, I'm not. I'm not gonna sit here and and be upset about it because it ultimately doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But I I don't know if it was the right call. I, it was just I, surprising, and I think yeah. it should be touched on. Yeah. Well, speaking of bad starts, because Howla had a tough one to start. Another guy had a tough one to start, and then he finished the season with a shutty, his only of the season. Yeah. Olmark finishes out shutting out his old team. That felt good. That felt yep. good to me. Yeah. Yep. Yep. He deserved it. He definitely deserved it. And by the way, excellent segue by you. No, we can't point it out, though. I just got to get better at them and then we can smoothly transition. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate it. It means a lot. He got one. He got got one. See, just like Omar at the last minute of the season, it was was satisfying. Omar was Omar's game. You know, that had to be a satisfying way to finish his regular season. Mm -hmm. Because let's face it, game game 82 up in Toronto. It wasn't. It wasn't a Bruins game. You know what I mean? Like it was, yeah. it was, it was a scrimmage. It, essentially, that's what it was. And even Toronto, like I don't remember everybody who didn't play for them, but it they was dressed their entire, they dressed their entire defense and rested two players. Yeah. No, the Matthew Marner and Tavares arrested. Oh, Bunty great. was injured. Yeah. And they had no more cap room to rest anyone else. Was <laughs> <laughs> that, that the reason? Yeah. That was no the shit. reason. Yeah. Good for them. Good for them. But, okay, so but yeah, it was, it was what it was, and but ultimately, yeah, dude, Allmark finishing, what a confidence booster, and also just what a what a feather in the cap to shut out your old team. I don't even know what his level of disdain for that franchise is. Do you see the goalie the hug? Yeah, Did you see was, the goalie hug where he threw was, the monkey off the back. Yeah, yep. <laughs> he felt it. He yep. that was definitely that was like I said, feather in the cap. It felt really good for him. Yep, yep. But so. Good way to step into uh, playoffs because game one is definitely him. So, nah. oh yeah, oh it's definitely him. Yeah, Cassidy hasn't officially announced it, but come on, we all is it bothering anybody knows. that he doesn't just say it? Nah, no, he's being cagey. Yeah, just let like him, the, the Canes are being cagey about Anderson's uh, status. Yep, I guess. I think where how how many games do you think we're not going to see Anderson? One. You think he's just going to be miss Monday? I, th- I think we win game one and it's because he misses and then okay. he goes right back in on Wednesday. I'll say two. Yeah, I'm at, I'm at two. I've read some things that say that he could miss the first four. I just don't see that. If they go and, down, and, if they're, if they're down two one or, or especially three Oh, I think they, they fucking wheel him out there and just say, give it, just give it a it's a lower body injury. They literally yeah. put him in a wheelchair. Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that, a wheelbarrow. They wheel him in in one of those fucking dollies. <laughs> a la Hannibal Lecter. And there just you go. <laughs> prop him up on the goal. 
Do you know he had a 990 save percentage against us this season? Shut the fuck up, Ian. <laughs> How stupid is that? He also, here's the best part about his stat line this season, because we got to talk about the season series a little bit. He, so he has a 990 save percentage. He has two shutouts and an assist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> good, good for him. He even got on the point. He's sheet. a two-way player. It's, it's not a big deal. The one goal uh, that we scored against them, off a skate yep. by Charlie Coyle. Yeah. Well, it's just stuff. just on that right there, how much stock do you put in? And uh, Ian, you kind of led a little bit earlier in the episode. It doesn't seem like you're putting a crazy amount of stock in it. 16 to 1 is 16 to 1. There's there's no way to deny that. However, you can build a case that that's kind of an inflated number, right? Yeah, and I went back and checked out those games, and uh, are they – they were better than us. Don't get me wrong. I do believe they deserve to win at least two of the three. I think they were the better team. Do you know they saw two lines that they'll see in the playoffs this season? They saw the Hall Howla Pasta line, and they saw the Forbort Clifton pairing, and then Olmark. They saw that's what, as far as line shuffling and everything, those are the only consistencies they're going to see in the playoffs. Mm, they did not see DeBrusque on the first line, they never saw Lindholm, obviously. Um, the Grizz Carlo pairing, which has been really good, that they did not deal with that at all. There are so many things about that season series where you can go, okay, every bounce went their way. They had incredible goaltending, and it's a completely different team at this point. I'd say throw it out. Throw it out, but there's some notes we can take from it. But for the most part, throw it out. Yeah. Don't burn the tape, but you can tape over most of it pretty much. <laughs> yeah. and yeah. it's, it's an That's pretty much where I'm at. It's interesting to me because this matchup, the Canes are doing what we used to do the past couple of years where we shuffled lines constantly, right? Mm-hmm. And then this year, for some reason, because we hit a stride and we looked good, I feel like this is the first season in a long time that we have locked in a lineup and, like, ran with it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, injury luck plays into that and everything. Yeah. But the Canes are still shuffling lines. That bottom six gets torqued around a lot. Um, and they're not. I don't even know if they're going to have the rookie Jarvis on that top line to start the season. I don't know. Yeah, they're playing. I don't, I don't want to say that they've been bad, but they've been unsettled for a, for a couple of months now. Mm-hmm. They are not the same team that we lost to earlier in the year. And they and keep winning. They keep winning, they but they're keep, not the they same team. They keep winning, but they are not the same team. They're not winning the same way. It's still mm-hmm. a speed game for them. Uh, they're still exciting as hell to watch. As much as I shit here, as, as I shit here. <laughs> as much as you shit here. <laughs> as much... As much as I sit here and bitch about the Canes all the time, they are an exciting team to watch. Mm-hmm. It's truthfully their fan base that kills me. Mm-hmm. They're a great fucking team. They're great play or great players. They have a very good coach. I don't like to admit that I like him, but Rod the Bod, baby. Fucking coach. But <laughs> it's really the fan base. I don't want to see them step into this series and play their game. And I think a lot of this series hinges. Let's, I'll, I guess I'll use this as a quick segue. I wanted to get to this at the end of us talking, but players to watch the wild card basically in this series for me would be Lindholm. And you yeah. just said they haven't seen him all year, but I think his style of play and, and what his experience is kind of lends itself to kind of step in. And he might be a fucking hero for this defense. He already kind of is, to be honest. He's kind of changed the defensive alignment. Like, he's made it so much deeper. But the speed and the ability to stop speed is something that we didn't really necessarily have on this team. Also, the ability to offensively break out. He could be a complete game changer for this matchup. The huge thing about our defense before Lindholm came along was that we had the ability to stop. We did have the ability to stop teams, but it was always a 60 minute grind. We can still do that with Lindholm, but it's not out of necessity. It's now out of tactic. It's whatever style you want to play. Lindholm gives us a huge versatility that we just did not have at the beginning of, at the beginning of the season. And that's going to match up with Carolina's speed. Like you said, Carolina is, is quick. They're is quick. They can, they can pump goals. They have an incredible, 
incredibly aggressive penalty kill. It scares the shit out of me. Um, especially with our power play. Um, <laughs> hey, they're they're on fire now. Mm, ah, three power play mouth. goals in two games. Let's go. Let's go. Technically, that's a streak. So, yeah. <laughs> but are you going to make memes if they keep scoring power play goals, Ian? No, I'm not. Mm-mm, that's a curse. There's no way. That's <laughs> no, 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 no. That's that's asking for trouble. Yeah, that's yeah, asking for trouble. That's like naming a. Sh- that's like naming an, a new ship, the Titanic. Yeah. But <laughs> outside of Lindholm, like, is there anybody else that you guys want to point out as somebody that? You're you're gonna keep eyes on and think that they can potentially sway the series one way or another. Oh, it's DeBrusque. Oh, yeah. so? It's a hundred percent DeBrusque because if DeBrusque can stay, here's my concern. The stall line, which is usually their third line, as far as I can tell, is a shut down, go fuck yourself, you're not getting anything tonight line. It really is. It's very, very good. That line scares me. Because through the season series, even though our lines were all being shuffled and whatnot, they were consistently put up against, in in serious situations, put up against good players and didn't allow anything. The Ajo line, fast and gets into your end of the ice. We need a third line to be effective. If DeBrus can stay on that top line, Pasta can continue driving play on that second line, and the third line doesn't get shuffled, Smith stays put. Mm-hmm. That right side right there, because of the way those certain guys drive their lines, not not really DeBrus driving his line, but you know what I mean. If he can stay up there, it allows everyone to keep their spots. So we have a mismatch somewhere. If DeBrus gets forced out and Pasta or Smith have to get moved, everything falls apart, in my opinion. Okay. I think he's the guy to watch. I that's interesting. I like I, that. Yeah, I mean, like that was that was not the direction I thought you were going to go with that because when you said DeBrusque, I was just like, all he has to do is continue doing what he's been doing, which is ultimately your point, I guess. Yeah. But, but for you, man, you made it really. You just made it deep there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I just that got my wheels turning so much. I was like sitting here with my hand on my face, just like watching you say that. And I was like, fuck. Man, that's a lot of pressure on this kid. It's, it's yeah. a lot of pressure. Yeah. Yeah. But he's I mean, right. He, he's it's, absolutely it's not even, right. It's not even a situation where we need him to like score four goals in the first five games and games of the series or anything. But mm. I, I understand what you're saying. And that's not even the way that I was looking at it. But all he really needs to do is continue is continue how he's been playing, you know, heavy on the four check. Mm hmm. And just, you know, just using that straight line speed, run through him the way mm-hmm. that they, he's been doing. 25. Who here had Jake DeBrusque for 25 goals at the beginning of this season? Uh, I mean, I made a bunch of beams about the DeBrusque revenge tour, but other than that, I don't think I really have any, anything yeah, to stand on here. No, Mara. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, essentially, we don't. Hammer, maybe? Maybe. Shout out yeah. to Helly. <laughs> yeah, I think she. I think she uh, was running that train for a little while. Mm-hmm. Running oh. that train—that's not a good way to put that. Nope, yeah. nope. Stays in the pod, <laughs> but <laughs> she'll appreciate it. Yeah, she will. <laughs> we just don't need him to turtle. Essentially, is what we're trying to say. Right. Like, exactly. Just, just stand up and just be your guy. Mm-hmm. But, um, and I'm sure that's the message that Cassidy is giving him right now. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. How you're playing? How you're playing right now? Yeah. Don't stop. Yep. Do more. Yep. Say Drink less. water. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew, do you have a guy? Uh, DeBrusque is a really good one, and I don't know if I can follow that up. <laughs> um, I mean, I thought Lindholm was a good one, too. Yeah, well, I think Lindholm's a good one. <laughs> Lindholm, was, Lindholm was really I mean, good. We're covering, we're covering both sides of the ice, and essentially it's the same argument. If this one guy plays Mark. well. Honestly, right? yeah, no, no. The, I, I, will, I will say, I won't say all Mark. I will say the tandem. Okay. Mm. So it's how that ends up being managed. And that I, that's going to, that's so going to say saying you still see a tandem. I, there's got to be a reason Cassidy's being so cagey. He's obviously all starting in game one. That's obvious. Yes. But, but he's been saying for the last month and Ian, we talked about this earlier in the pod, earlier, earlier episode in the pod that there's going to be a situation where, you know, maybe, maybe Omar gets pumped. And, you know, when you turn to Swayman, do you, are you still starting Omar the first two games, no matter what? 
I think so. I, I, I really, I would like to see mm-hmm. them roll them twice. And maybe the, the leash is very short in game two, but you got to, yeah, you got to run them right back out there. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to find these. Fluto had a couple quotes from Cassidy that I'm trying to find real quick mm-hmm. uh, because there was some talk about Cassidy saying, uh, yeah, okay, here it is. This is, this is from Fluto's latest article on, uh, on the athletic, if you guys don't mind me sharing real quick, do it now. Do it. Uh, we will. Will we run with one guy? Absolutely. If he's on, we're yeah. not going to outthink ourselves there. The discussion that will be with Bob is you're playing every second night. If it starts running on, is the guy capable? And he says more, but I think that's a good place to. Yeah. yeah. That's a big yeah. question mark. Can the yeah, guy. That's a very Cassidy quote, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about a perfect split down the middle. 41, 41 for starts on the season. No one really had to carry uh, ever for, for, I mean, that many games in, in a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think about this. For some reason in my head, I'm like, Olmark can handle a workload. And then neither of these guys have any playoff starts. Yeah. They've never been through the grind of a playoff series, let alone a few series. You mm-hmm. know what? What's the combined amount of minutes that our goaltending tandem has played in the playoffs? 20. Swayman played 20 minutes in game five against the New York Islanders last year. Oh, should have kept Vladar. Mm. <laughs> That's my favorite argument, by the way. <laughs> we could have raised that to what? 86 or whatever it is. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> Christ. Uh, but yeah, just. That I, I think I think that's my X. I think that's going to be my X factor. How the goaltending is handled, because we have two very capable starters. That the, there's still a competition. There's still internal competition between the two going on. So, but if you're winning, you're not going to a tandem. As but, long as you're winning but, games, but, yeah. But here's the thing. What, what what do you do? What do you do after? After after obviously after a tough three to, three to two loss, if it's a three two overtime loss in game one, say that you obviously go back to Omar. If it's a seven one thrashing, then the, the then it's a question. Yeah. So well, I mean, the one another, thing I, another go ahead. The one thing I don't want to see his team do is start one guy for four games straight. And then game five comes around and maybe it's an even series and then be like, you know what? I, I think don't know. Cassidy Does he have has, the stamina? I, I, I think in that situation, I think in that situation, if it's, if it's a two, two, say it's a two, two series, but Omar is playing really well. And then game five rolls around and Swayman starts. I think Cassidy had crawled up his own ass. So I don't what think if he's just happen. playing. Okay. What if a guy's playing? Okay. For the majority What's okay? of the series. What's okay. Like a, a nine twelve, you're in the games. He's not letting the egregious one, egregious goals in. He's making some big stops down the stretch, but it's still a two two series. Then you go with Allmark. That's what I think too. Yeah, yeah. I'm with that. And I'm, the only thing I can think of that may change uh, the theory of of how they're going to run out these goaltenders is what if there's a situation like game three goes to double overtime. And the dude's just kind of fucking wiped and you only got a day off. Like it may be about fresh eyes, fresh legs at that point. So in that aspect, this is why we're in the situation that we are, because we have two very capable goaltenders. So our, our situation's solid. We don't necessarily have a horse, yeah. but we're going to be running them out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. God, it scares me though. It just it makes me nervous. Just makes me yeah. everything oh, makes no, me nervous. Wait, 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 playoffs make you nervous. Yeah. We've, we've, <laughs> we've also been talking about this all year that like, and Ian, this is an exact quote from one of your videos. Oh, God, no. I hope one of these guys solidifies themselves. Oh, would God, be nice. that, is, that is a direct quote. Yep. <sighs> so it's so but but now we're in the situation where I don't think it's one. It, it's Allmark separated himself enough to be an unquestioned game one starter, but he didn't separate himself enough to regulate regulate Swayman to straight up backup. You know what I mean? So sure. Uh, in my head, I find it so kind of funny that they've really been like, well, it's still a tandem. Omark has been way better than Swayman over the last two weeks. Oh, sure. Yeah. Like last two, way last, better. I mean, last two months. Like, mm. yeah. Yeah. But especially Swayman had that stretch. unbelievable February. Mm-hmm. And then he's been pedestrian ever since. Yeah. And hey, guys, it's okay to acknowledge, not, not you guys. I'm talking like the royal guys, Bruins fans. It's okay to acknowledge that. Hmm. Then no Bruins were royalty, but all right. Yes, I one, did. Yes, I did. <laughs> one point that we're skipping over right now. 
another player who could easily be a, a make or break for this series. Mm. Our Nikita Kucherov, a Mr. Chris Wagner, would that work? Oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you guys were you guys were both looking at me like I was being so fucking serious. You're like, ooh, where's he going with this? Uh, yeah, I was really in on it. Was it so, so Wagner? We <laughs> Welcome to the Short Shift Podcast. We once compared Nikita Kucherov to Chris Chris Wagner to Nikita Kucherov, <laughs> and we meant it. And, and we, we meant fucking it. meant it. I stand by it. So Chris Chris Wagner came up uh, from the AHL. Uh, where he was definitely a good soldier and all that, and uh, played the entire year in the minors after getting sent down right before the season. Uh, he comes up for the Toronto game to kind of fill up some minutes, and he is sticking with the playoff roster instead of McLaughlin. Thoughts, Ian? Uh, this is just uh, this is not a nod. The, the way it was put onto the to the itinerary is this a nod to the player? It's not. They wouldn't do this unless they thought it was the better option. This guy has way more experience in these situations than McLaughlin. You can't risk McLaughlin getting a little too heated, maybe taking a bad penalty in a bad spot. I don't, I'm not sure if Wagner is exactly the better player right now, but I'm not going to sit here and think that this coaching staff would go, Hey, here's a attaboy for you when it's the playoffs and mm-hmm. you have a couple guys that you're really just trying to win that that elusive cup for yeah. after a decade of trying. So yeah, I, it's, it's a good decision. I think from an experience standpoint, it's absolutely interesting to me that just two weeks ago, we were talking about God, do we play no over McLaughlin over no for game one? First of all, Ever, no, we no, no. were not. You no, we had the conversation. We had the conversation. We had the conversation. <laughs> and yes, I was a proponent, but once we had that talk, Man, that boy just hit the wall with astonishing speed, did he not? He, which, I mean, young guys, which is okay. It, and it's they a, all hit a wall. Yep, exactly. And I think, I think, holy shit, this kid is still living in his Boston College dorm and he hasn't played hockey this late in his entire life. I think it's okay to acknowledge, hey, he's, he, he, he hit a wall with some kind of speed and that's all right. He's yeah. going to be in Providence. He's going to be part of their Calder Cup run. Good for him. Mm-hmm. Give him some, give him some playoff experience. I think, I, I think there's, that's it. Yeah. Having Wagner and bleed as your extra wings. Sure. I think that's what it is. Like it's, it's, it's the depth it's, it's experienced depth. Yep. And I have no problem with that. I have no issue with that. Yeah. Wagner had Wagner, I believe was on the ice for 14 minutes last night. He had 11 hits. Yep. He was so glad to be out there. Yep. I and it wasn't a massaged number either. He was throwing his body around like he had no regard for it. Yeah. And it if made you, an impression. Yeah. And if he's going to be a spark plug and on, on a lower line uh, in a game, whether maybe we fall in the hole real quick, we need to start putting some bodies up on people and try to just try to out physical them, get in the dirty areas and stuff like that. He might be the guy to do it. I, I agree with Ian. I don't think this is a stick tap and a victory lap. This is not the time to do it. This is the playoffs. Mm-hmm. This is not a time to just be like, hey, he's been, like I said, a good soldier. Like, let's give him, let's give him a little fucking something. That's, but man, that's that one, this is. that one game, well, probably, it's probably that one game combined with McLaughlin kind of falling off a little bit. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it's the timing. The timing is perfect for it. Right. And, and just as we were saying the other week, McLaughlin was playing really well. Does he have a spot on this playoff roster? You have to go with the hot hand. It's the same shit as the goalies. Sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you're talking about depth, you got to go with who's going to produce for you uh, to, to, by what have you done for me lately type situation. Like, that's, sure. This is the right call. Yeah. So good for him. Uh, it'll be cool. This might be the end of his career at some point, like uh, at, at the end of this year, or at least with the Bruins or something like that. There's been, there's been some talks that this might be it, but um, good player, good soldier, good Bruin. Kind of, kind of has that that 2011 feel for me, where it's just like a good role player, maybe a good mm. story at the end of this. You know what I mean? So something Ooh, to watch. Okay, okay. Uh-huh. I'm gonna go upstairs, put my Thornton jersey on, and go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> be sure to be sure to have a toilet cry before you go to bed. Always, always a good a good toilet cry. Good I, toilet toilet cry. I save those for work. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, yeah, I'm getting I'm on the clock. My yeah. Totally cry. yeah. <laughs> I had three today. Uh, <laughs> so, all right. So we, so we got that. Yep. 
Um, the only thing else I'm seeing on the agenda before we start talking uh, some predictions here, Coil, 82 games, only player. Yay. Anyway. I fucking like that, though, because he he kind of has stepped into the Boston guy mold. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, when he came over from Minnesota, it was, okay, what are we going to get out of this guy? Mm-hmm. And he stepped right in, and he became a fan favorite. He's a fucking grinder. He's streaky just like everybody else that we have in that fucking position but when he's on watching him protect the puck is a fucking treat absolutely absolutely so i just love that he does it with physicality like Mm -hmm. yes he can skate and yeah he can puck handle a little bit i just really love watching players come over to take the puck and he just puts them on their ass and then Mm -hmm. dances around for a little while again and then they get back up and he puts them on their ass again god he's so fun to watch and after the season he had last year where he played the entire season with a fracture in his knee. All marks, man. Like yeah. came back, played all 82 games at 44 points. I'll take that. Any, I'll take that. You want to, I'll take that for my third line center any day. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I also got 44 points for my second line center too. So yeah. <laughs> it's an embarrassment of riches. Yes. Yeah. On Causeway well, right now. You look, look over to the, like the abs and their depth <laughs> scoring and, and even hey, and pain. shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, well, it's a better bottom six, mostly because of the third line than we're used to. I think the fourth line in this series is going to have Fuck, man. It's going to feel like a bag skate every game. It is going to be brutal watching them try to keep up with these lines, especially away games where they get the second change for the majority of the game. Like, that is going to be a tough, tough series for that fourth line. For that fourth line, is there any replacements you could make that would even it out just a little bit more? Well... You can sit Felino, but <laughs> again, two plus. Two I'm plus. just you asked the question. I know, I know. But it doesn't matter. You put bleed in there; it's the same scenario. If they're picking their spots, the fourth line is just going to have to. I don't want to see them create a bomb shelter, and I know they won't. But they're going to have a lot of trouble getting up the ice, and they have to be defensively minded when up there because one of the Canes' greatest strengths is their transition. Transition. They're so fast to the neutral zone. As soon as Carlo takes that one step too high and we have all three fourth liners up too high, boom, gone the other way and Grizz is panicking, trying to get back in front of somebody. Mm -hmm. That That was an oddly specific scenario. (laughs) Well, Carlo has been bugging me lately where he, he's, he's been just having that foot just a little too forward and he gets Mm -hmm. caught flat footed and it goes the other way. Mm -hmm. Then we're going to see that. And and shit, that's why maybe Swayman is, is pretty useful for this series because if the breakaways start raining, you know he loves them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking weirdo. <laughs> uh, he's the normal goalie, remember? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, the normal guy. <laughs> There's no such thing. <sighs> who, uh, before we get off of uh, Carolina here, who do you think can be their difference maker? Who scares you? Oh, my Ooh. God. Tara Vinen. Yeah. Yeah. Terrified and sure. That's a good one. Yeah. I, I, I think that's about it. Terrified Terravinen is Jesus Christ. He is so good. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of players on here. that are good. Yeah. Aho, but uh, Sveshnikov, he's a little scary for me. Yeah. Just the- whenever he gets into a fight, he gets his fucking cage rattled so let's yeah, but he's, he's, he's been this is like one of the best career years for him yeah and he's been he's 69 so points yeah. nice and he played i think i'm i don't have it in front of me but i think he's played more games this year than he's played any other season like this you would be correct i think he only missed years. the last game of the year if i remember correctly. no shit was it really that much i think so let's that's shocking track. and also terrifying to me because yeah he's just a good player i would love to fucking have him I would love to have Aho. God, he just just yeah. things he does. The correct answer, though, to this, other than Anderson with the fun stats we talked about earlier, and also there's a narrative going around that Anderson was never challenged in those three games. Go back and watch the games before you say stuff like that, please. Yeah. Uh, the correct answer is Slavin. Okay. That guy. We're naming was, way too many guys. I'm just. I'm going to start panicking now. Like it's okay. It well, they have a lot like of guys. Only Jacob Slavin <laughs> is probably one of the most underrated defensemen in the NHL. Yeah. 
he is not only extremely responsible in his, his own zone, but he gets a puck on net from the point better than I'd say 98% of other defensemen. This guy, and I have this note here in my own personal notes, he's just going to rock our shit. This is like this is like a basketball analysis. Is that exactly he's, what you wrote down? Yeah, it actually is. <laughs> he is going to get his, and we just have to make sure that we can get ours, and it's a higher fucking amount of getting yeah. got. Because this is a player that you cannot game plan for. He is going to creatively make his chances. He is my biggest fear in this entire series. So do you key on Tony D'Angelo? I mean, I, you've, you've got to have a, a full spreadsheet of, of matchups. Slavin's the one guy that you just go, you just got to do your best to contain him because you're not going to stop him. Mm-hmm. You he's, try to force the puck away from him. He's really fucking good. <laughs> he's so good. And he's so good at getting the puck where he wants it to go. He's very, very scary. And we struggle with, with defensemen coming into the zone late. We really do. We've, we've cleaned it up a little bit in the past month, but yeah, that's, that's my choice. Okay. What about you, Thomas? Uh, I'm, I'll stick with Schnetchelkoff. Jesus Christ. Schnetchelkoff. Schnetchelfritsch. Schnetchelfritsch. Honestly, anybody that we've just named uh, is all, all the right answer. We, this, this team itself is a team that we do need to worry about. I do like this matchup for us right now. But as you said earlier on the show, I wouldn't have liked this matchup even two months ago. Yeah. It's, yeah. There were, it's a different word. It feels like forever ago that we were getting our dicks beat in by this, this team. I, I the Rask no started of one of those games. Yeah. I mean, and that's, that's part of it. Yeah. Rask gave up, what was it, five goals in a game? Five, goals. No, five goals in a period. In a period, yeah. In a period, yeah. And that was, I believe that was his last, that was his nope, last. That was his, yeah. that was his, that was his second to last. His last game is, no, that was his second game. His last game was against Anaheim. Oh, there you go. The memory on you. Yep. It was uh, Philly. Steel trap right there. Philly, Carolina, Winnipeg, Anaheim. Yeah. Yeah. That, um, that first period, that was the second game against the 7 1 loss. He had 1.5 expected goals, according to Money Puck. He allowed five. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Forbort Clifton basically just abandoned him <laughs> they fucking got their doors blown off that game it was unbelievable the aho line was feasting it was they crazy. saw the aho line and was like um five on three yeah <laughs> five like, on three. got this he's great yeah exactly yeah. not to fucking dry so that said one of the teams that forces tuka rask into retirement essentially is the canes we must avenge him we must. Yeah, can we do it? it. Can we do it? Yes, we can. <laughs> we can. But I think we're we gonna do the chant. All right, yeah. just me. Just, no, just, just you. you. All right. Speaking of hanging people out to dry. Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what color was that bus that just ran you over? Yeah. <laughs> so we're not. <laughs> Go ahead. No, I'm fine. <laughs> so we're not gonna make predictions on this just for the sake of jinxing because. Well, because of Ian, basically. But yeah, well, Ian no, has I can't. All- I can't. I'm sorry. We, I can't. Everybody listening to this knows what we want to happen and what we mm-hmm. think can happen, but mm-hmm. we're not going to say it. So we can deny it. On my brackets, go. What's sorry? On my brackets, I just am putting that the Bruins lose because I can't even like I can't say the alternative because I just I can't uh, fucking I can't do it. I'm so scared. <laughs> There are some tears so, coming out of that laugh. So we are not, anxious right we now. We are not going to jinx them. Let's. Oh. Do you guys want to quickly uh, jinx seven other fucking teams? Though? Yeah, I'm let's so go. anxious. By the I'm way, so speaking anxious. speaking of prediction, shout out to Ian for winning. Yes. Oh yes, the domination the, or Blake <laughs> comeback or I will, dude. Two perfect scores to end the, the final two weeks. That was a nice. That was a nice cap. By 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 nine seconds. I it think. was nine yep. nine seconds. Yeah. You blew it not with nine seconds left, and I think yeah. I think Ian's response very to that Bruins was like, me. like yeah. very Bruins of you. <laughs> That's a real Bruins fan right there. Yeah. I didn't commit enough to the bit. That's I should have been better. <laughs> I should have been better. Oh right. man, I can't wait to find the most random, uh, like ECHL jersey 
to send your way. I'm gonna, <gasps> yes. I'm gonna find it. just weirdness. No, no, go a step further. Does the Southern Professional Hockey League sell jerseys? <laughs> Knoxville <laughs> Ice Bears. Yep. It, it could be the most bizarre fucking shit. I'll be no, all over. I'm it. gonna, I'm gonna find something for. It. The problem is I can't find something ugly enough for you to be like, what the fuck is this? You'll yeah, just embrace oh, the possible. living shit. Out yeah, it's like, literally not possible. Do they sell I mean, the do they sell the um the rejected St. Louis Blues thirds from the nineteen nineteen ninety seven? The ones the I ones that Keenan would, I would personally love that just because of the story behind it. Those are probably but, very expensive to find. I honestly. guarantee you, if uh, if they even physically exist uh, to all I want them like to exist so bad. Yeah. The only thing I ask is that I already have uh, Blackhawks jersey. I think I have two. I don't. I don't want any more Blackhawks jerseys, man. <laughs> Done. Like I don't. I don't need any of that in my in my house I, anymore. I I wouldn't wish that on anybody. So you're safe there. I got one of them in a mystery box from Cool Hockey, and I was livid. <laughs> I was so mad, and it was before all this shit went down. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's mostly frustrating because it is it is one of the best looking fucking sweaters in hockey. It, it does look really good. And I don't like talk about so. changing the design. And I, yeah. I don't know about all that. I, I, I just don't know what the connection to everything is there. So I don't really have an opinion on it, but yeah. it is a really cool, cool design. Yeah. Relatively untouched since the beginning of time as well. So mm -hmm. always, exactly. you can always respect that. All right. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's, let's jump into predictions in Jinx seven other fucking franchises. Do you guys want to just kind of a little bit go rapid fire, give some quick opinions on this? Yes. I All think right. that's the best way to go. I am going to start in the West. Let's start right. with the game that nobody gives a fuck about or the series that nobody gives a fuck about Edmonton, Los Angeles. Probably the least interesting series of all of these. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Who you uh, got? I've got, uh, uh, I got the McDavid dry sidles, six games. I think, okay. uh, I think they will get to the second round. I don't know how much farther they make it, though. Mm -hmm. I wholesale got my got mine wholesale. Um, Edmonton in six. Yeah. LA is just happy to be there at yep. this point. Yep. Um, Couldn't buy Fields a monster though. Yep. Oh, God, you, you're, you've yeah. been on that train all year. He's We're so gonna, scary. We'll worry yeah. about him in another couple of years when that yeah, exactly because that team is that team's on the upswing and I think very fast. Yeah. We'll worry about him next year. That guy is yeah. that good. <laughs> yeah, he's he. The, the 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 rebuild is over. They have built, but I he is the building. He yeah, is he what they rebuilt. Yeah. Like that he's, guy is so he's good. The entire foundation and at least the first five stories of that skyscraper. Yeah, oh, God. yeah. But some of the guys that they have fill in spaces, like you know, guys like Arvidsson and and um, uh, Philip Deneau. Mm -hmm. who, who you wanted in the offseason, Thomas, and I was wrong. I didn't want him. He had a, he had a great season. Mm -hmm. Don't love that contract, though. That's a big, yeah, that's big, big, big contract. Great contract. Not a great contract, but they're happy to be here, but the McDavid dry sidles, they're going to they're gonna lay waste. Edmonton in six. Flip side, I'm going to say LA in six. Whoa! Mostly because it's just really fun to watch a team like Edmonton continue to fall on their face almost as much as the team on the other side of Canada, which we'll talk about in a minute. So we might save them for last. <laughs> they are absolutely going to be the last. We'll probably talk about that more than anything else. Yeah. Uh, so that to me is the most boring series, the most exciting series, I think maybe outside of the Toronto Tampa series, maybe. Uh, would probably be Minnesota Wild versus St. Louis Blues. I think oh. that that is going to be a fucking hockey series. If this and one doesn't go seven, it's a crime against hockey. Yep, yep. Uh, I pretty much on all of my uh, NHL.com brackets that I got invited to today to fill out. Almost on all of them, I put St. Louis going to the conference finals. So I'm going to stick with that. Uh, that train of thought. St. Louis, uh, they're a good team. They're just, they're a good team. And they know how to win in the playoffs. A good amount of that team has uh, playoff fucking history. And, From what? Uh, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. I want to die. I, oh I legit thought you were being serious for a second, and and now I'm now I'm sad. Uh, <laughs> Why did they, you make him sad? They know how to win. I just I don't really remember them actually fucking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just remember one Matt Grizzlick goal. Why does that keep popping up in my head? Oh, we all need therapy. My oh God. My God. Um, Minnesota's, I, I like Minnesota too. Uh, if we were predicting that series maybe a month and a half ago, I would have 100% Minnesota in five. But I'm not I'm not there anymore, and I think St. Louis is the better team right now. 
How many games? Uh, six. Six. Okay. Yeah. Minnesota in seven. I. Wow, that's a take. Uh, I no, I love what Minnesota did during the season, and they have home ice advantage. I think that matters. Um, they're 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 really, they are really really good, and ever since they got Mark Andre Fleury, yep. they took off. And I think I think they're I think they're better than St. Louis. Actually, just go just go reverse of reverse of you, Thomas. That's okay. Honestly, yeah. if Minnesota wins and Flower wins. Stick right. it to Vegas. We all win. Stick it to Vegas. Exactly. We all win. We so, all win. Exactly. Honestly, it's, it's, it's a coin flip, that series. I'm just, I, I'm saying St. Louis. Right. Minnesota in seven. And like I said, if this series doesn't go seven, it's a crime against hockey. Yeah. Every year, there's a hyped first round playoff matchup that doesn't doesn't live up to it. There's St. Louis in five. They're just, Minnesota's not going to be able to score. St. Louis is going to roll four lines. And it's going to be a heartbreaker for Minnesota because their cap hell starts next year. Yep. And they're not they, going to be the same team. Ever. They are not. They are not. They finally got out of obscurity for a couple of years. They're going to go right back to it after an awful heart wrenching series against a Blues team that they hate. And that Blues team is going to just donkey slap them around. It's mm-hmm. going to be bad. They're going to put out cigarettes on their fucking foreheads, man. I'm yeah, so excited for Andrew to be wrong again. It's going to be bad. <laughs> Just you wait. This is my comeback tour, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Dallas, Calgary. Interesting series. And Dallas was one of the teams that I said uh, in our preseason predictions that they were a team to watch for me for the Western Conference. They did let me down quite a bit this year. They've kind of just hung in there. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're even fucking close to the ability that Calgary is. I think this is going to be arguably the biggest ass whooping uh, of, of the first round. Calgary. Yeah. I'll, I'll say five. I'll throw Dallas a bone. Gentleman's sweep. Yeah. Calgary in four. And, yeah. and Not even a, a gentleman's sweep. No. no. Same thing I just said, though. Dallas can't score against no. this team. They won't be able to. It's one Not line with, and a cloud of dust. Not with how locked in Calgary is going to be. Not with the way they play defensively. Yeah. Uh, this is a sweep if I've ever They're seen They're pretty one. goddamn healthy, too, right now. Yeah. Very, very scary. Right. Calgary in five, like, and yeah. that's 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 just like Thomas, the gentleman's sweep. Mm-hmm. Throw Dallas one game. Uh, Ian doesn't even give him the courtesy. Jesus Christ! But no. But there is there is just a very wide gap, and it feels like we're going very chalk here so far. But I mean, look at Dallas. Look at Dallas, and look at Calgary. Mm-hmm. Calgary in five. Nashville, Colorado. Colorado in four. I think everyone's yeah. think everyone's going chalk here too. Yeah. <laughs> Colorado in four. Like I, especially if Soros is out. Yeah. If Soros is out, they are gonna get. What, what did you call it? Donkey slapped. Yeah, I don't know where that came from either. Just I, but I think that's a very good descriptor. Yeah. Uh, Colorado's bugaboo is the second round, not the first round. The first mm-hmm. round, they can whale on them. So uh, Colorado in four. Oh my God. I got Colorado in six. I think there's a little bit of fear of God that gets put into this Colorado team when they get that reminder that like, hey, everything's earned here. I think they're coming in feeling real good about themselves. They need to be ready for that second round. I think this one taking an extra couple games is going to be good for that team in the long run. I'm with that. Okay. Uh, This does hinge a lot on Saros, but it's either going to be five or six games. Uh, Nashville's not going to go quietly. Uh, they'll get at least one home win in this series. Forsberg and Duchesne are are their offense. Yeah. How about Duchesne reviving that career? 40 goals. Yep. Good for him. Crazy. Yep. Mm-hmm. But if, if Soros was a sure thing, I would probably go Colorado, but in six. But yeah. Soros being out and big save Dave <laughs> is going to be the goalie. Yeah. Yep. There is a difference there. A very, very big difference. Yeah, Nash- Nashville's a good team, but they have been very up and down. When they've been bad, they've been real bad this year. Yeah, so, and dependent on Soros, and it yeah. doesn't look like he's going to be in that series, but we'll no. see. And if That's he is, he's not going to be 100%. Yeah, yeah, no, not with an ankle. Yeah, That's really. such a tough break, too, because he's so, so good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's it's a, ch- it's a tough draw to get Colorado. Right. There's literally six other teams in that conference that you'd rather play than Colorado. So, right. It is what it is. Uh, let's move on. Let's get to the East. 
Rangers Pittsburgh. Interesting series. Mm-hmm. Two teams that can both just go fuck themselves on a regular basis. But we do get to watch probably this this may be a really fun series. It's going to be a good it's going to be a good series. And I'm going to I'm going to have big time eyes on this. Mm-hmm. I have Pittsburgh. I think it's going to be a tough grinded out series. This is partially influenced by me seeing Shesterkin look a little bit shaky last week against mm-hmm. a Bruins team that I did not think was going to win that day uh, because of me being in the building and my shit luck. But <laughs> I think Pittsburgh guts this one out and it's going to be a heartbreaker for New York because they're a good team. And if they get by Pittsburgh, then who the fuck knows where they're going to go. They can they can go all the way to the conference finals if they get by Pittsburgh. But this is going to be a good test, and I don't know if this is the best matchup for New York. I'll say hey. I'll say Pittsburgh in seven. Ooh, I feel like that's a hot take. I really do. Yeah, I me. Mean, wow, wow, wow. Pittsburgh knows how to turn it on when they need to turn it on, and yeah. that's the fucking playoffs. I'm so tired of seeing it. But until 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 I'm, it stops, until, yeah. Until it's yeah. the same thing as like you don't bet against Brady and the Patriots. You don't get a best bet against that. No. Until it goes away, you don't. So. And not only that, Mike Sullivan, uh, Mike Sullivan's a hell of a coach. Yeah. So fuck him. Fuck, fuck him. Yeah. But uh, he's he, he's I respect him as a coach for sure. Yeah. Who you got? See, I had the Rangers, but you put the you put a seed of doubt in my head. I'm gonna still go Rangers because it's Shashirkin, but mm-hmm. that's that's interesting. You, you are completely. You are I'm, I'm rooting. I'm switch. rooting for New York because I yeah. think that's more interesting to come out. But I just yeah. I can't I can't go against it. That I was said, say, on most of my brackets, I did pick New York over. But uh, I'll say Rangers and I'll say Rangers in seven. I go, before your argument, I was going to say Rangers in six, mm-hmm. but. Wow, it's going to be a really good series. See to death. Yeah, I have my own hot take. I think Rangers, who I think swept the season series. They did. That's correct. Do something that's very rare, and they also sweep in the playoffs. Nice. I think it's just Jorkin's going to come out and be like, fuck you guys. Like, fuck this. I think they're just going to lock them down. I would love to see that. It would terrify the hell out of me. Yeah. I think that's going to be a very strange four-game sweep that everyone goes, hey, what the fuck just happened? There's one of those every few years. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll okay, okay. Like the Calgary sweep, everyone would go like, oh yeah, all right. The Raiders sweep, you go, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> and whoever matches up in the second round, I guess Canes or they're Boston, is sitting there going, oh fuck, yeah. this is not going to be fun. No. Mm-hmm. And that would almost be better for us if they sweep and we yeah. end up if we end up playing them. Yeah, it's like go ahead, sit for fucking five days. Yeah. Which we've found out the past couple of years that sweeping is not exactly the best thing in the world when no. your opponent has stays in the, the grind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Do you remember that year? What was it? I think it was 2019. No, it was. Yeah, it was 20, uh, 2019 that every team that swept the round before got swept in the next one until the the St. Louis uh, and uh, Boston series. What's what series was that? Uh, I don't want to talk about it. Uh, let's move on. No, no, I forgot. <laughs> I fell asleep in those playoffs, and I, yeah. and I woke up, and it was like middle of baseball season. So, <laughs> Jesus, I think we, we gotta stop drunk. talking about this fucking series, man. Like, Seriously, can we move on? <laughs> uh, Florida, Washington. This, I, I this is gonna be a painful series. I'm not interested in watching it at all, except for I want to see what Florida does. Like, I want to see what Florida we get. Now. President's Trophy doesn't mean shit when it comes to the playoffs. We have learned that. We've learned that personally the hard way. Oh. Fuck. Let's stop talking about it. Um, I don't even know what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hate this, guys. Uh, Just give uh, your prediction, damn it. Florida, Florida's winning this series. I. It depends on what Florida shows up because they can win it in five that it may take them overtime in game seven you don't might fucking know who knows it might and you know what let it happen let it happen let it happen man let's let's get some exciting television on there game nine <laughs> winner take all winner take all <laughs> unless there's a game ten yeah. <laughs> there is some holes in that Florida team and 
they were pretty apparent in the Bruins game a couple of weeks. Why are you talking ago. so slow? Just pretty. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm no, I'm. I'm like thinking it out here, but. Should it's I give not, my opinion while you're thinking this? No, no, <laughs> no. I think just sneak no. words into the silence of his thought process. I think that no. I'm losing daylight. I got hot dogs to make. Let's do this. <laughs> hot dogs. Um, Panthers in six, but there's going to be some. Uh, I think the series goes into game five tied to two. One of those kind of series. Nice. Very nice. Uh, Panthers in five. Uh, I think Washington gets one, but Panthers are, are going to win a playoff series for the first time in how many years? 25 years. Good awesome. for them. You'll love to see it. Couldn't happen to a nicer group of guys. Yeah, they're going to win a playoff series. Mm-hmm. Nice. Good for them. We got one more series to talk about. Uh, nobody probably wants to actually hear us talk about Tampa Bay, Toronto, right? Should we just skip over that? I don't think any of our listeners care about that series. Ah, right? fuck them. If you're not saying Tampa Bay in seven, are you really going for the memes? Like, come <laughs> on. It's, I, don't, I hate saying this because I know the opposite's going to happen, but Tampa Bay is seven, man. Like, let's just fucking keep it going. Yeah. It would be so fun, yeah. right? I mean, you might actually see Steve Dangle quit. He talked about it last year, <laughs> but he might actually quit. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't want to see that, but yeah. No, I wouldn't either. He started a whole program, apparently, of like all Canadian teams. They're going to have their own little like Steve mm-hmm. Dangle. Um, so he probably can't quit at this point. Maybe he just becomes the head dangle and someone else takes over for Toronto. I don't want to hear you anymore. say the words head dangle ever again. Head dangle. Head oh dangle, man. God. You need a head dangle. Head dangle. Is <laughs> that head like dangle? That's that's like Canadian for when you get out of the shower and you fucking do dick windmills, right? <laughs> Wait, so I get out of the shower. I'm just doing a head dangle, and then uh... <laughs> Thomas, that sounds like that sounds like a finishing move. Oh, he gave him the Canadian head dangle. <laughs> the Canadian head dangle, eh? Fuck's sake, man. I'm with uh, you, dude. Tampa and seven because I want it. Uh, every year for like the last like four or five years, I always put out the same fucking picture that I sat at my job when I first started with Mark and BNG uh, and edited a gigantic salt shaker in place of the Stanley Cup in 1967 that Toronto's like holding. Mm-hmm. It's of course a black and white photo because you know that was the commonplace yeah (laughs) but it is like one of my favorite photoshops ever so i'm really i'm really excited about getting to post that again at some point this year yes Um, oh god this is we are cursing the fuck out of this yeah i i I just want i just want it it's same same thing that andrew said last week i just want to see pain again we are we're just we're not good people we don't claim no. to be no we're terrible people podcasts. we're boston fans of course we're, we're not good people. we're fucking terrible people <laughs> so but that said show me the pain show me the tears i want to see all those kids out in the fucking uh, oh they, they do it every yeah. year every year on the big <laughs> screen the where the maple leaf the maple leaf the, the the massacre in maple leaf gardens oh, yeah god uh, it's speaking one of 67 by the way, Money Puck places Toronto's odds to win the series at 67%. <laughs> That's beautiful. And then I thought so. That's so good. Andrew, what do you got? I was actually just about to just about to put that to oh, say so, that it's okay, it's all right. But that's amazing, and that's that was absolutely incredible. I saw that oh. and I was like, oh no way. That's uh, so good. But. Tampa and seven, give me the pain. Yeah, we gotta go for it. Tampa we have, we have seven. completely sunk Tampa with this. We have sunk yes, them. Absolutely. Tampa and seven, overtime win in game seven. Oh, triple overtime, baby. Let's see it. Yep. Let's see it. Yep. As many overtimes as you can give me in that series, by the way. <laughs> Seriously. Like Which Steve, is, by the like way. Steve, like, they score the overtime winner, and fucking Steve Dangle's head literally just falls off his neck. Just. <laughs> The way that Montreal won that series against Toronto last year was just winning overtimes. Yeah. Like they kept winning overtimes. One just, puck bounce the other way. They were just way. persistent. That was yeah. all it was. That was so much fun to watch. It was. As yeah. much as, as I won. hate the Canadians, every Boston fan, I won't say every, I know a few that weren't, but they just wanted to see the Canadians do it. Yeah. And After they won game people, five, we yeah. all were like, oh, fuck, it's yeah. happening, isn't yeah. it? It's it's ultimately, like, it depends on how old or, or how long somebody's been a Bruins fan. Like, sure. we, both, we all hate Toronto and stuff like that because of that's 
been the tighter rivalry for the last decade or so. Yeah. But anybody who grew up watching hockey and they were born in the 60s, 70s, 80s, whatever, you probably hate Montreal just a touch more. Either I can't way, wait for Montreal to be good again because I want to feel that again. No, yeah. I know the league's better, but I really, their fans, their fans are pretty rough to deal with too when they're good. So. They're, uh, it's, it's all, everybody's terrible. There's yeah, no good true. fan base. There's no fan base that you can go to yeah. and not deal with some assholes. They're just that's, more common that's some, when, sure. some of these original. Whenever anybody gets on Philly's fan base, I just laugh. I'm like, uh. yeah. I like, for the most part, Calgary's fan base is pretty good. I feel like they're pretty knowledgeable. And I good. guarantee you, if you went to an important game wearing any opposing sweater, they wouldn't be good to you. All right, we'll pop my, my not... innocence bubble. Like that's... <laughs> By the way, fucking I, a series against you, the Kings. That innocence pop bubble got popped when you were like 16, bro. Yeah, I mean, we're probably earlier than that. But anyway, <laughs> I wanted to go to... I, I live in South Carolina. I wanted to go to one of these games, and it is not matching up very well for me to actually go to Raleigh at all. Mm-hmm. Like the, the timings are all work nights. And then there's, if it goes to seven, then maybe it's your fault for not Sunday. quitting your job. Ian. Yeah. I, fucking, I qu- fucking quit your job and just follow the canes. If you need a real what? reason, yeah. <laughs> if you need a, a reason to quit that fucking job, why wouldn't it be the Bruins? Yeah. Oh God. And you know, someday I am going to quit this job because of the Bruins, because somehow the Bruins are making me money. It's going to happen <laughs> someday. Oh, gotta believe. Gotta believe. Anybody got anything else? Dude, I'm so pumped. Uh, I'm going to have a preview video coming out probably Sunday night. I know it's we're cutting it close there, but shit, this is all happening very fast. I'm doing my best, but I'm going to have that coming out. And uh, yeah, I'm just pumped and nervous and anxious. And I think my heart stopped a few hours ago um, mm. and hasn't gotten going again yet. So <sighs> we're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. Pumped. Oh my god! I just there's, <laughs> there's just, I was waiting for him to like come in with some energy, and he just whispers pumped. I know. Uh, no, I'm just okay? like I'm. I'm. I've been ready. Honestly, guys, I have been ready for the playoffs for the last six weeks. Like it's been just the last month and a half has lasted approximately twelve years, mm-hmm. and I'm just waiting for this playoff to start. I am actually going to be appearing behind enemy lines uh, tomorrow night on the Surge Cast with a friend of mine uh, Zachary Martin, and we're going to preview the Carolina series. So I'm gonna I'm, I'll shit on him a little bit for you if you'd like. That's okay. Thomas. I Please guarantee you, he literally. would never invite me onto the uh, podcast yeah. <laughs> because there's been so many times where I'm just like, you're a fucking idiot for loving the Whalers and like wearing that shit, blah, blah, blah. And he's so nice in his responses. He's not argumentative at all, but I've, I've kind of unloaded a little bit on him. So tell him, tell him respect and love him, but tell him to fucking take that shit off. Do you guys remember (laughs) knuckle puck? Yep. Yep. Yeah. So I'm going to our show. (laughs) Yeah. He, uh, I'm going to his house tonight to get absolutely swizzle sticked and talk about this series. (laughs) We are going to be thorough. Are you going to be watching these games with him? Uh, some of them. Yeah. Okay. It's, um, I did. I did that with uh, with Jay, who, who's a big Dodgers fan, a couple years ago in 2018 when it's hard. Sox Dodgers. And part of me, because he's a Dodgers and Dolphins fan, I was like, he's never seen a championship his entire life. Mm. And I kind of, I almost felt guilty when we won the World Series. And then I got in the car to drive home, and I was like, "Fuck yes, <laughs> yeah, baby, dirty water." I just, I just <laughs> but I couldn't root in front of him. That yeah. said, if you're rooting in, or if you're rooting for your team in front of a, a Canes fan, there's no, there's no holding back. Yeah, we're we're then, usually pretty good about it. We're usually pretty good about it. Yeah. His girlfriend though is a huge asshole who doesn't give a shit about hockey, <laughs> but she is a from she's from Tampa, so she's a South Korean Tampa fan. Doesn't watch a lick of it, mm-hmm. and will talk so much shit to me. And when I try to tell her to fuck off because she doesn't watch, she goes, "Oh, gatekeep much?" And I'm like, "It's not gatekeeping. <laughs> you're an asshole." Yeah, it's not gatekeeping if you're not trying to walk through the gate and watch a game. <laughs> yeah, right. I love fuck. that. And they go to they do go to a couple games a year uh, at this point, but uh, so she's slowly getting there. But fuck mm-hmm. them. <laughs> oh god i'm angry now i'm yeah. angry i'm gonna yeah, walk yeah. into his den angry andrew said he's like i've been ready for the playoffs for six weeks i've been ready since 9 30 this morning when you got me all fucking fired up about whaler shit and i'm just that- like I, I wish i can go back in time and set some sort of bet 
that if Andrew lost, I can put a Canes jersey on him and punch him in the face. <laughs> that's that's where I'm at. That's where I was at this morning. I was like, I'm turning Holy off my shit. phone and I'm taking the kid outside to do something. That's what I was at. <laughs> I did not oh, yes. see that coming. Yes, I'm ready for the fucking playoffs. <laughs> then what uh, I did fucking worked. Yeah, I well, the playoffs, let's go. Uh, the only let's reason I'm ready go. for the playoffs is they need to happen because I am a wreck. <laughs> mm. The, 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 the thing that's the most hilarious about all this is that on May 1st, there is a random game between the Jets and the Kraken. Which I'm not really? watching. Yeah. yeah. It, it's really funny. Uh, I'm not watching man. that. Who cares? Yeah, but good, good for the Kraken fans to get yeah, one more. Exactly. They, they, get one, they get one game in May. Yep. <laughs> but boys, I'm ready. We're ready. We're ready. Let's go. Yep. Let's do it. Everybody, thank you for listening. And, uh, you heard our predictions for these series. I know Ian is thinking about doing a little bit of a, a bracket. Uh, Mark from BNG put out a bracket today that I, I know he invited a bunch of people to. Pretty sure that's uh, going to be massive. I think a lot of people are joining Yeah, I that. think it's going to be a bigger one. And then I, I have more ones that are like more shit talking with uh, some of my close personal friends and stuff. So more brackets, the better. I'm probably just about done because I'm I'm not going to pay attention to all these ones that I have out there. I think I literally <laughs> did about 14 today, so Jesus. That's, that's enough. Like, people stop sending them to me, please. However, <laughs> I am interested in hearing who you have, so feel free to tag us and give us your predictions. Uh, if you agree with our, our picks, if you disagree, uh, give, give us your opinions on Wagner and where you think that's at. And uh, if you want to send a, a fuck Carolina to me, It'll probably get retweeted. So at Nostra right there. (laughs) If you want to hear all the the whaler shit talk, it's probably on my personal account. If you want to hear actual hockey shit where I'm not going to be as diplomatic with my words, I'll be (laughs) be slightly more diplomatic on the short shit platform. But Mm. uh, follow us. uh, Click that link. Find some merch. It's a great time to grab a T-shirt or a hoodie uh, right as the playoffs are going. Get yourself psyched up. And uh, we will talk to you in a couple of days. Once we're a couple of games into this series. Oh, God. Go Bees! Go Bees! Later, boys. Later. Later.